0: me i can hear you can you hear me yeah
1: great yeah we can both hear each other yeah wow (laughs) okay man we know this is meant to be this is god's will (laughs) man what if what if god just worked like just like that you know like just (laughs) Like just like just like okay, not like now I think these guys should podcast. <laughs> well, <he laughs> like, probably good. Yeah. In case, oh, yeah. I
0: think God's will. But last week when we tried to call each other and it kept not working and I needed to go to bed and all that stuff, it wasn't God's will. So
1: bada bing oh. bada Hey, we have we had forty three listens on the last podcast, so we 40, gotta beat it. Forty three, yep. Forty three, wow. I wonder who listened. Yeah. Well, we know that Loca and Crayola both listen. Who are Loca
0: People who are listening to this aren't going to know. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I, I, I was just going to cut this part, but okay, oh. I guess we're doing it. Uh, <laughs> no, we Shut can do up, it. Loca uh, and, <laughs> and Crayola. Yeah, Loca and Crayola. Are Katie Kranz and Kaylin Kup- Kupski, I think. That's how you say her Kup- Kup- last Kup- name. Yeah. Oh. They're uh we used to work with them at Camp Tukwitha in Shawnee. Shout Wisconsin. out Camp Turkawitha. Shawnee. <laughs> did you show your kids did you show your kids the episode? No,
0: I did not show my students the episode. Um I thought it was too explicit.
1: <laughs> what <laughs> wait, what do you mean? Just kidding. <laughs> I was, was trying. I was just like, "What did we say?" <laughs> uh, well, anyway, oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll probably I'll cut some of this so oh, that
0: we can have that we A um, like a tagline. Like, I listen to this Latin language podcast, and he always says the same thing every time. Like at the beginning of the podcast, he always goes, "Salve tesodales, Danielo quor." Okay.
1: Yeah. So what does that mean?
0: It means, hello, patrons. This is Daniel speaking, but he says it in Latin, so it's really cool. So maybe sure. we could say ours in Latin, and it could be, Salvete, sumus, fratres, cordis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, only if you say it, <laughs> <laughs> we can have it. Maybe that'd be <laughs> <laughs> no man we have the yeah we, we can um, we can have like people do intros for us too so we can have people record we can have people record the intros just like people who want to yeah you know and and we can have this this well of a common kind of standard intro but different people would say it every time oh that'd be cool you know yeah just like different random people who listen yeah and then
0: Hey, can you hear my dog running around right now? No. Oh, that's good. She's being kind of crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) All right. She's just derping around. So, oh. Yeah, let's get to the, let's let's cut this, the the chase here. Let's cut to the chase. So, um, let's cut the cheddar. Okay. (laughs) The
0: topic for today's (laughs) podcast. And I'm going to ask it to you as a question right off the bat. So you got to answer, and you have to know exactly the right answer. Okay. 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 Shoot. How do you know you're doing God's will? How do you know you're doing God's will?
1: Hmm.
0: Well, Well, I'm just going to toss some stuff out there right away. That's the wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> Yo,
1: what's right or wrong? <laughs>
0: I, I mean, I know. That, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's the
1: joke. That's the whole question.
0: All right. How, how <laughs> doing God's will? Go ahead. Shoot. Let's let's hear some thoughts from okay. our friend Oak Wallace. So yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Then so I thought about this in a couple of different ways, and there's there's something to be said. Like, because you could easily say like, if I feel like it's right, it's right, right. But that's wrong, okay? Like, because we're, I, I think that, like, yeah, there, there's something to be said about feeling like, and if it's coming from God, then that's then it's definitely right. Um, but, you know, we we can't always trust like our, our, our initial feelings of of something, sure. you know, of an action. Sure. And so I I think I think a lot of knowing if you're in God's will is, you know, prayerful discernment. That's a big part of it. Kind of reflection, like contemplative reflection. So really like being cognizant of what you're doing in the, in the moment and in the past Mm -hmm. and then like reflecting on that. And then really trying to know as much as you can about what God's will is. Right. And that's through, that's through, Scripture. That's through just church teachings as a whole. Yeah. That's through becoming very intimately involved with your faith on every plane, whether it be through service, prayer. Yeah, scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like there's a lot of different. It's a very holistic, um, or it should be a very holistic understanding of the Catholic faith. Well, yeah. it's like yeah, but man, like honestly, wouldn't it be great if like. God was just like, this is my son with who I am well pleased. (laughs) Whenever you're doing something, right? Like, oh, okay, I got it. Isn't it interesting (laughs) that, that,
0: like, you never actually, like, God says, this is my son. He didn't say, this is my will or something like that. Like, I don't know if there's a time when God says, at least in the gospel, that this is my will. Although, yeah. When Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, he like surrenders to the Father's will, but I, I don't think he ever actually, I don't think there's like a voice from heaven that says, it is my will,
1: so you have to do it. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I might be wrong about this, but if you think of God and Jesus as co equal, right? Because they're yes. the same person. Yep. And they're triune with the Holy Spirit, yeah. they're all encapsulating it's like yeah you wouldn't say if it's yeah i guess jesus could be god's will because he's well he isn't his he isn't his yeah he's word as flesh oh i mean it it, it depends how you Uh, say will hold
0: on i think we may be venturing into heretical territory here (laughs) (laughs) okay that's not okay that's not (laughs) what i meant um what i meant is that god never like said in his divine voice, or the Father never said from heaven, like, this is my will, do it. But he did uh, say to Jesus, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. So it's interesting that his will isn't, like, made that apparent, it seems, even even to Jesus. Like, when Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, he's, he's agonizing over God's will, you know, like he's, he's yeah, he's yeah. agonizing, and I wonder if, you know, in his human nature, if he's, if he's questioning, like, is this really what you want, Father? Is this really what you want, Father? Is this really what you want, Father? Like, if he's, like, oh,
1: absolutely, you know,
0: like we know he
1: was and, right when he says, so Jesus, "Let your cup, let this cup pass from my yeah, lips." So even he's just
0: agonizing with God's will, which is really interesting, and. Oh, yeah. Actually, he determined it was, but but even Jesus was having a
1: hard time figuring it out. Maybe it, it, it's mm-hmm. human nature. <laughs> the key to avoiding heresy is saying maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't. It. Not, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> we're not theologians over here. <laughs> we're like, not. We're just, we're just going with what we think. <laughs> we're, uh, what do you call it? Um,
0: armchair <laughs> theologians.
1: Oh, yeah, we're armchair <laughs> theologians. <laughs> Dude, but this is this is this dialogue that you and I need to come to the truth, yes. right? Because we're kind of bound- but the thing with you and you and I is that we think too much alike, so that we're, we're probably going into some <laughs> error here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, okay, this sounds right. Yeah, right. yeah. There's pa- we're just espousing um, the newest there's heresy.
0: Probably, there's probably a scripture <laughs> passage in the gospel, and I can't believe I can't remember. So, okay, this is my point. So. I got a text from my mom last week and it said it was Moses and I was like (laughs) and she was referring to the podcast from last week and she was like it it was Moses who was holding up his hands and Joshua and Aaron were on either side holding up his arms so that he could hold his hands up and when his arms were up in the air then the um, like winning the <laughs> battle, because when his hands were down; they were losing the battle. But anyway, so this just shows my I know scripture; I really do. But it's just like yeah, it's an it. egg it sometimes in my mind. Like I've read it, I know it, but it's just like so. There's probably anyway. All is this to say that there, there even probably is in the Garden of Gethsemane, somewhere where the Father says, "This is my will," but there probably is an egg, mm-hmm. but. Um
1: I see. I see
0: where you're going anyway. At. I, anyway yeah. So Jesus is even agonizing over God's will. And perhaps it's like he's even saying, Is this really your will? And he's like, not sure if it really is. At least in his human nature. I'm sure his divine nature must know. Mm-hmm. But um it's so weird. So Man, this, you know, we're yeah, agonizing this, over God's will. Maybe Maybe we're with Jesus a lot of times.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I. You know, I was kind of wondering like where you were going with the whole will thing, but then you tied it in nicely. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I kind of stuck with you through that whole thing. But uh, I think I think we're we're kind of hinting back to something we actually talked about the last podcast, uh-huh. and that is like, you know, if we think of, I guess the best way to answer this question is to. To ask what is God's will, right? Yeah, and then see if, and so if we define God's will as you know, God's will is for us to get to heaven. Yeah, and ultimately, like a reflection of His will will be, is if we are doing things that are either in alignment with His will, Mm -hmm. which is which is progressing towards heaven, or not in alignment with His will, which is all good, Mm -hmm. and doing something that's not good, which is you know a sin. or feeding a vice
0: so um so let me just see if i can phrase this so the overarching will of god for our life is heaven eternal happiness with him um Mm -hmm. and um so then i guess that's one one way that we can look at god's well what is his overarching will but then there's another way that we could look at god's will and that is what is God's will in each moment of my life? Does that make sense? And then, so obviously the end game is heaven. But then in each moment of my life, then you started saying things like, are we doing good? Are we avoiding sin? Um, you know, those are ways that we can know that we're in God's will. Do, do you see what I'm
1: saying? or? Yeah, no, it, it, it's almost like a breakdown. Yeah. So, of just the, so we the, the can whole think yeah. things. Hmm. No, no, I, and I think that's easy for us, right? Because if we can break it down like that, then we can kind of answer the question more. Yeah. Easily. So, God's
0: will overarchingly is supposed to get yeah. to heaven. And then in each moment of our life, it's progressing towards that end goal. <clears throat>
1: yeah. So, to try to answer the question, I'll say what I, you know, kind of what I have worked to and then kind of what I'm trying to do. And so, you know, it it often becomes the case, especially when you're relatively new to the, to the concept of faith that you're, you're often asking the question, like what is good? You know, yeah. like, what is actually good? Cause there's, there's a lot of great, like we know, I think humans intrinsically know some things are bad. Yeah. right, Like, yeah. like if you're, like, you know that killing somebody's bad. Yep. Like, you know that, that hurting another person is bad or taking something. Like, kids don't know it because they're kids, right? They, they don't have well, that age of reason. I, I kid, yet. Kids, some kids even have, well, I mean, I think kids
0: have a sense that killing is bad. Like, like a two-year-old knows that already. You know, like. Oh, yeah. Their yeah. dog died. Or something, or they're like, this is horrible. Yeah,
1: but, if they can recognize it. Like, a two-year-old,
0: but at least, like, by three or four they're they know like that that's a bad some things are bad
1: i mean yeah and that that just says man it's like and then we think of our society our, and so i I'd, I'd heard someone talk on this the issue with our society is nothing nothing is is bad anymore right yeah. like nothing is yeah. like so here's where we draw the line things are evil so, certain things are evil. Yeah. Like, everyone agrees Hitler was evil, yeah, right? Like, yeah. and that, and yeah, Hitler was evil. But that's evil. like the only thing like, we can all agree on, it seems like. That is yeah, it's like, and so what? Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, so things that are clearly atrocious, like, we're all like, yeah, like, that that is clearly a horrible yeah. thing. But then here's what people come into this kind of relativistic society, they're like, wait, like, is this bad? Like, I I don't know because I'm getting mixed reactions from other people as to whether or not it's bad. And that that leads them to that's scandalous, right? Because, like, then, like, because the reason we want people to know what's bad is because bad in this definition is not in alignment with God's good. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's like ultimately, that's, you know, we have this baptismal call to charity, Mm -hmm. and the charitable thing is to help people live in God's will. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, man, like, I can see why we'd be frustrated, and a lot of people are frustrated with like a relativistic, indiv- individualistic society, yeah. which is saying like all everything that's bad is based on what you think is bad. Yeah. Nothing's actually bad. Uh-huh. Some things are evil, but nothing. Yeah. yeah, like just do whatever you want. Like, yeah. no, like don't do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people, a lot of people just want like if I did everything I wanted, man, like things would not be going yeah. that well for me. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> like Mm -hmm. because i i don't always want the the best things for me at the Mm -hmm. in the moment you know Mm -hmm. but but luckily we're we're able to like through god's grace and through through just having solid relationships with others and with yourself is like it'll be like hey this is actually you know like i i actually shouldn't eat like five pieces of pizza Mm you know (laughs) i shouldn't i shouldn't leave these dishes in my sink and then leave them for me who i'm the same person now as i will be in 20 minutes to come clean up later you know it's like it's like why and why do we do that like you know like that's just so stupid like oh i'll leave these for myself later like i'm the same person like this isn't some other person yeah. you know isn't that so, like isn't it so absurd yeah. like when you think about it just like leaving stuff for yourself <laughs> yeah. it's like what are you doing <laughs> like, like you are yeah you.
0: Okay, <laughs> can i say a few things to what what
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i can't keep track of all the lines of thought there there was a lot of things there yeah, um, yeah sorry. <laughs> so okay so if we're connecting this back to god's will um the first thing that i wanted to say to that was just like yeah so here's one way that we absolutely know that we would not be doing god's will is if we're committing sin <laughs> you know so but then
1: Yes, but yes. then,
0: but then the question becomes, how do I know if I'm committing sin? What's bad? Okay. And in mm-hmm. our society, like it's, it's like, Oh, nothing's really bad. Like, okay. Maybe murdering someone's bad, but, um, but what else, you know, like, well, nothing really, you know? Like, well, no, that, that can't be true because there's, there's like horrible pain and suffering and like in our culture that it's like, that the only thing that's wrong is not murder or the only thing that wrong isn't you know x really bad thing you know um but yeah. so another yeah. thing that um that i think find really helpful is following the church teachings like because like like it's so hard to know what is bad like just on your own like just trying to figure out what is bad and what is good like If, if I was trying to figure that out on my own, I would come to some like, probably really bad conclusions because, because like, as you were talking about, a lot of my own selfish will would be coming into that. And it would just be like, it would just be like, oh, I I can do this because I want to do this and I can do this and I can do this. And like. And I think maybe I would start with like really high ideals. Like if I was like trying to figure out on my own, what's good and what's bad. But then like, as I failed at meeting those ideals, I'd be like, Oh, well, actually maybe that isn't so bad. Cause I just want to do it, you know? And <laughs> does, does yes, that make sense? Yes. Like, Oh, I, you know, it is bad to, um, I don't know, to lie. Okay. But well, in this yeah. situation, uh, I kind of want to lie. It'd be, it'd probably be easier. Okay. So I'll just lie in this situation okay, well, and we do that situation (laughs) too. Oh, and my coach said this about me. What a jerk. I'm going to lie about them so that this can happen. Oh, but it's okay because I'm getting revenge on them or something like that. You know, like I would always be justifying sin in my mind if I didn't have this, like, it's really nice to have a clear, clear cut set of boundaries and it's a standard that you have to be held to. And it's like this, it's like, it's really nice (laughs) actually to have the truth. Yeah, 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 It's it's so nice on your own. Like, what is good yeah you know people who have tried to answer that question without like without um the like firm moral guidance from well really the scriptures at least in the western culture i don't i don't know about eastern culture like haven't come to that good of answers you know like i mean kant had the categorical imperative that was maybe a good answer uh um but also doesn't always work.
1: But um, no. Anyway, so yeah, Kant, Kant certainly tried. I mean, but you see, even with Kant, when you have the categor, categorical imperative. Okay, wait. Oh, can you, you the offer, categorical
0: imperative for someone who's listening is like. What? Oh yeah, this yeah.
1: Yes. So this guy's name is Emmanuel Kant. He's a famous thinker for it's what's called Deontology deontological thought right yeah so what you should do
0: deontology is it's the study of what you should do um and um and Kant tried to figure out uh, a moral system separate from um from like a religious thought Mm
1: -hmm. and so what he did was Kant believed that for every Every circumstance, you should have a universal maxim, maxim which you apply to every circumstance in in its own right. And so, the categorical imperative is it's, and correct me uh, man, if I'm saying this incorrectly, but it's almost like a golden rule of of his his, yeah. his epistem- yeah, it's like a big- epistemology. Yeah, it's like it's like do do this in every circumstance, in every single action that is like this like take a u- universal maxim and apply it to every circumstance and then never like so what what he's basically trying to do is is say like uh do not do not waver from this maxim for any reason and mm-hmm. and apply it as if there were no other circumstances that would dissuade it right yep. and, yeah, can you, can you elaborate? Okay. That, that might so, be only of a cursory knowledge. And of it. this,
0: I didn't study Kant that much, but my understanding is that what Kant said is that take the action that you're doing and ask yourself, if everybody else in the whole world did the same thing, would the world be better or would it be worse? If the yeah, better, yeah, you
1: right. keep yep.
0: doing that thing, if the world would be worse, then you should not be doing that thing.
1: <laughs> dude this is gonna be a vintage for Terrace Cordes just talking about stuff we don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
0: listen and be like these guys are idiots <laughs>
1: yeah i listened to these two guys and they were like halfway heretical all the time and (laughs) but anyway but i think they i think they thought they were like trying good stuff out but not really (laughs) okay
0: but is that right oak that's is that what your understanding of no yeah
1: yeah yeah what you do
0: do, you're doing let's say you're um you're eating at a uh, no, let's say that uh, you, you're you eating at like a five-star restaurant and yep. uh, you eat there every day, okay? And then you said, let's say everyone did this every day, okay, just like you do in the whole world. Would the world be better or worse? Well, the world would probably be worse because it takes a ton of resources to run this five-star restaurant. And if everybody ate at this five-star restaurant every day, um, it would waste so much fossil fuel and it would waste so much I don't know, energy and, um, people would get really fat and unhealthy or something. And I don't know, but so if everybody did it, then the world would be worse. So then you shouldn't do it every day. Okay. Maybe you can only eat at the five-star restaurant, uh, once a month. And then if everybody in the world did that once a month, well, then the world would be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Yeah. And like, yeah, you think of like something like, okay, so I could very, like you could very easily, uh, just like not pay the train toll, right? Or like you, you could just very yeah. easily not pay for, for a ticket. But if everyone didn't pay for a ticket, then the train would shut down. Yes, perfect. Have any money, you know? Yeah, that's a really good like, my yeah.
0: example I mean, is not as clear. Yours is really cool.
1: Oh, no, but yours was good because it, it explained a gray area of this, right? Because somebody might say like, "Oh, wait, then should I not do anything that's like extravagant?" But when you when you highlighted that once a month kind of criteria then at least to me i was like oh yeah that makes a lot of sense because sure. it doesn't like disqualify everything yeah. but it just it it's it's very uh reasonable you yes know?
0: but anyway the whole point of this was just to say that it it's clear or it it's okay so when we have the church's teachings um we have some things that are very clear okay this is a no-go um whereas like if we try to form our own moralities um, it's not, it's not easy to figure out what to do. Like, look at Kant. Like this guy, Mm -hmm. you try to read through Kant's writings and it's like reading, like, uh, I don't know, like code on a computer or something like that. And you, you don't know code. I mean, he's just like, it's like, what are they talking about? And then if you try to apply this to everything, like this categorical imperative, it's just like extremely cumbersome and like, Annoying, and you're like, I, I don't know, and it's very mechanical, and it's it just you can justify a lot of things, probably, and it it doesn't really work out <laughs> in the end. Tra- this categorical imperative, um, mm-hmm. at least I don't think so. Maybe some people do, but um, what I'm saying is, is having the church's teachings and that clear guideline, like, okay, don't sin, okay, we've got 10 commandments, okay, those are easy to, okay don't take the Lord's name in vain, don't commit adultery, don't kill, you know, um, go to Mass on Sundays, et cetera, et cetera. Um, will not honor the Lord's day as the commandment applied, go to Mass on Sundays. Sure, yeah. But, um, you know, like, that's one way that you can know, like, in part, that you're doing God's will, is that, okay, am I keeping the commandments? I am. and And that's like, <laughs> I mean, if you're keeping the commandments, so we had this funny um, priest when I was in seminary who would come in once in a while. And he was funny, though, because he'd say, congratulations, you're keeping the commandments. You're one step better than a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so so I guess anyway, so we have church teachings and that if we're following church teachings and the commandments, um, we know that we're at least not being jerks and we're at least kind of following God's will. Okay. But, but now let's take it one step further. How do I know beyond just, okay, I shouldn't do this stuff. How do I know what I should do? I guess that's the next question. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Is that a question for me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a question for you. How do I know what I should do? You should, I think you're living in God's will today during this one time um can you explain mm-hmm. that one time you told me about it earlier today when you were living in God's Gu- will and yeah. this really cool thing happened and maybe it doesn't fit our conversation but this it's is cool. cool
1: no but th- this is good to talk about uh yeah so earlier today i was uh at st vinnie's uh thrift shore or thrift shop in st paul, Saint paul. Two. in st paul yeah, that is some thrift store
0: and Oh, Yeah, I found the best paintings for five dollars.
1: They're
0: <laughs> hanging in our prayer room right now, anyway. Continue,
1: yes. Uh, well, just as a quick sign, I also found some really good paintings for like a buck 99, and they're currently hanging in my house, yes. so they've got some good quality, especially
0: there. religious art. They anyway, have you know, good religious art,
1: yes. Yeah, that Probably, that's this
0: was- is kind of bad, but. Probably because there's, like, a lot of old grandparents that that are really strong Catholics in, in like, the St. Paul area, and then they, like, walk away, and then their kids are, like, what are we going to do with this art? And then they give it to St. Vinny's.
1: (laughs) Well, at least you and I are reappropriating it and putting it to good use. Yes. Right? And cheaply. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I I bought, uh, like, a lamp and a chair. And I parked down the street, but I something had happened where I like sunk into the snow a bit, and I I was just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna quick get out of this. Uh, but I was really close to two cars, like someone had parked me in, and so I was like, okay, I gotta really take this, you know, carefully. And eventually, the classic thing happened. I spun my wheels too much and got deep into the snow. I was like, oh, geez, now I'm gonna have to dig myself out. And anyway, w- when I had walked into it. The- thrift store originally I, this guy had been shoveling across the street had like given him, him a smile and said hi and he was still shoveling when i came back and he'd kind of been watching me do this and I, he was like hey like you need a shovel or and i was like yeah that that'd be really helpful thank you i really appreciate it and him and i kind of worked at getting my wheel out it was only one wheel but it was deep and we just kept going, but it would, it would keep getting stuck. And he was pushing behind and I was like probably two feet away from a a van in front of me. And so I, I was really like kind of cautious. And eventually we, after probably like 15 minutes, um, we, uh, I, we, we got the car out. I got dug out and I was like, wow. Okay. Like, this is this is really really helpful because I I don't know how I would have done this myself you know I'd, I'd have a shovel or anything and I get out of my car it was a bit in the street I get out of my car and I'm like thank you so much man his name is Wayne uh, weighing, uh said, thank you so much Wayne and like I don't I don't know I I gotta buy you a beer or something but I don't have any money on me otherwise I'd I'd do that and uh, give him some money because you know just first time and he was like. Uh, no it's okay like i uh, I'm trying to stop drinking anyway but yeah I, like next time anyway when i when I initially seen this guy as he'd come up like I could tell he was kind of like maybe going through some tough times he like he didn't didn't have any like his teeth were kind of uh, missing and his he was a bit jaundiced i, I feel and uh, I was like initially you'd think like this is somebody who You know, you'd be like, okay, like, obviously this, this person's going through some rough times. Like you can tell just by their bodily appearance that, um, you know, he's, he was going through something and, uh, what really struck me was like, this guy, this guy came over from his, he was doing another job, helped me for 15 minutes. This guy was in a full sweat after he was done and just like, just the kindest man, the kindest guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if, if God, if we, we, cause we hear like, you know, you read like chicken soup for the soul or you even hear like on Facebook, you like, you see these stories and I love them, but they're, but they're so, they're so, uh, so like popular. You, uh-huh. know? you see like about how like that person, that person who is sleeping on the bench or that person who, uh, who, it was begging in the street. That person might have been like Jesus. Yep. Well, you know, this guy, what this guy was, he wasn't like homeless or anything. He was just working. Obviously, he was yeah. doing some stuff. But I was like, this guy, like, this very well could have been like, like God in a yeah. way, you know, like God working through somebody, or just like the Lord, because yep. like I, I really had no explanation as to why this guy would would come over like. And it made me think too, you know, and that, it causes you to think like, God, God wants us to recognize him. Yeah. Like God, God, God wants us to get to heaven. And it's so easy for us to, to like attribute just like random things in life to, to random chance. But like the the beautiful thing is when you're Christian, especially when like when you're Catholic, because you believe the Lord really working like this. Like when you hit like a, a red light and it turns green, you're just like, thank you, Lord. Like, and you're, and you're, yeah. and you're, you know, you're, you're trying to make it to an appointment or something. You're like, thank you, Lord. Like when, yeah, when you're, when your friend calls you when you're feeling down, like you're like, thank you, Lord. Like this is, and this is, and that's not, I, I don't think that's, that's flawed. No, I don't think either. Because, like, I think that's correct a good amount of the time too, because like, honestly, like, like, why? Like, Why not? Yeah. Like like we can't just attribute everything to, to random fact and to just Mm -hmm. circumstance and happenstance. Like the Lord really wants us to encounter him. And man, I can tell you like, like in so long as I've been really trusting in the Lord, like things like this have happened. And I I don't think it's confirmation bias. And and I say that because confirmation bias, if you think about Mm -hmm. it, like, Confirmation bias only happens if you're not actually looking at your life, you know. Because hmm. confirmation bias happens to the people who are not observant.
0: Can you like, explain
1: confirmation like, bias? Yeah. So confirmation bias is like, in in this circumstance, it would be like me seeing the Lord in places where I had not previously. Yeah. Because I'm now so looking. So it's for like, him. or it'd be like confirmation- Yeah. Go so ahead. it's
0: like I believe in God. So now this green light turns to green and now I say, oh, that's uh-huh. God. But really it's not God. It's just you thinking because I believe in God now he's like doing this stuff for me. And because I believe it, then I agree with it. But let's say the light turned red instead of green. You wouldn't say that's God. So there must be some bias there because you're, you're only seeing, you're, you're seeing through a certain lens that only sees what you believe in already.
1: That uh, good way to put it. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that was that was good. so if you think about confirmation bias as it is, like confirmation bias happens. The whole the whole basis of confirmation bias is that like you and I aren't actually observing our life in a in a mm-hmm. you know large sense because if confirmation bias happens it stands to reason that we're just like spectators in our own lives where we just randomly notice things based on whatever mentality we're in. Like if, if it happens that my life is, is just having these great and godly instances, uh-huh. like I I think you would notice that if you're living a life where you're present in your own life, you know, like, and it's not, it's not to say like, That couldn't happen after, like, because God's always working in our lives, but like, I don't know, I'm just kind of thinking about confirmation bias as a, as a concept. Like, I really do think if you're living a life where you're present in what's happening in your life, like confirmation bias isn't likely to happen because you actually have an account of what, what is happening and what has happened in your life. You know, it's not just like, it's not just like, like, Oh,
0: I only see the things that I want to see. No, I'm looking at my whole life and I'm seeing all these things that add up to my belief. It's not like,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. 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 It's like, if you're living in an observer, like an observative life, like confirmation bias doesn't really apply because you're actually observing your life as it passes. Yeah. And then you're able to think back and think like, okay, this is this is what happened here, and that's what happened there. Yeah. And this really is something different, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I don't know. I was just kind of a bit of a tangent, but it's like, it really is. It's like sometimes you're, it's and it gives God a lot of glory. I think to think like, yeah, this, this was yeah. like this instance this morning. You know, I, I just got out of, out of mass, and I I actually had a pretty good experience at mass too. I went to, have you ever been to the uh, uh, Nativity of our Lord? Um, yeah,
0: that's a nice place.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is, man. It was a nice place. And um, I they had all these relics and really nice adoration chapel.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I was like, I've been praying and kind of feeling a bit emotional at mass. And like, I don't know, I, I think that's, you know, it, it's definitely what I needed in like the material sense because I really did need that. I need my car to get pushed out, mm-hmm. but I also kind of needed that like, like spiritually. I think, yeah. Like, I and man, th- and I hadn't even realized that till right now. But like, yeah, that was really beautiful. in like, because I. I've been thinking about him all day. Yeah, that's cool. And like, I, I I'm kind of kicking myself for not like giving him my number or something yeah. so I get to know him more. Well, if you meet him you again, know,
0: case... if you meet him again, then you know that's like God's will. Like, I gotta talk to this. Guy yes,
1: people. yes, yes. And I I was like, he, well, the last thing he said was like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, man, I'll, like I'm always around here. I got some, I got some tenants, or he's got, he, he like does like, uh Man stuff, or oh, yeah, so. I was like, yeah, I'm sure I'll. I like, I hope I do see because yeah. maybe uh, you got guys- right? <laughs> yeah, and I man, I'd, I'd love to like help him any way I can. But in the, yeah, like, isn't that man? Like, isn't that this is such a okay? It's gonna be really cliche, but like, he's a guy. Like, he's a guy who's pr- probably going through some stuff. Like, he's trying to quit drinking. He's like, kind of, you know whatever he's going through in life. And like, he's helping me. I'm yeah. like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm pretty blessed. Like, I'm not struggling for a lot right now. Yeah. Like, like, isn't that so like, that's just such a kind of, a, it's not, I wouldn't say it's funny necessarily, but it's just kind of like, it's, it's funny in like a godly way, you know, like, like things aren't always as, as like you might think they yeah. are. And that's kind of reflective of what we're talking about earlier in this, yeah in this conversation like like think about like yeah as humans we have these ideas of how things are right like like i'm like this i'm you know i'm a just graduated college white guy who's living in the suburbs of saint paul at this job um and you know i'm like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty atypical. Right. Or not atypical. I'm pretty typical. Right. Like, and this, this, and like this other guy, he's like, you know, just, he's a guy who's kind of down on his luck, like struggling, but he's really the guy who's just like, he came and he, and he, he, he was like a a blessing to me. Yeah. Like, and he was helping me when he's the one who's going through objectively, he's going through something. Right. Like he's, He's struggling, and maybe maybe he wasn't, but it, it, to me it did seem like he was, and um, yeah, like because I I, I kinda, like his eyes were glazed over, I, and I I don't know, I don't want to judge too much, but I I don't really know him either, and no one listening to this yeah know him, um, but yeah, it's it's kind of just funny to think about, you know, because it's like it's like that's all, and I, this is a bit of a stretch here, but like when we try to to put right and wrong and and yes and no to our own human standards, it's 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 subjective, and it fails. It falls short, and this is like an instance of it falling short. Because mm-hmm. in a lot of other circumstances, like maybe this guy, maybe this guy would be a guy who would like, you know, um, come to some ministry or come to some, you know to some uh sort of aid thing I, I don't know like a, an in service or something and I'd be helping or or somebody else would be but but he's really the one who's helping and mm-hmm. he's the one who yeah I don't know where I'm going with this man but i in my head it's kind of something <laughs> you they're know? good i know i that's <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it's beautiful really what it is yep. I think the whole
0: the whole concept
1: yeah wow yeah but yeah I, I don't know like yeah he's yeah i'm I'm gonna pray for him and hopefully i will meet it again because yeah it was just like but it really just spiritually i, I guess the way it changed me was like like i in, i'm sure other people and you have had the same circumstance or experience like when somebody does such a selfless act of kindness for you, you're like, this changes everything yeah. like this. This just makes everything good. Like the world is good. Yeah. And like people are inherently good, yeah. right? People, people want to, to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they just want to be good, yeah. but, and that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's just such a reflection of the Lord in yeah. them. Cause that, you know, it's, We all we're all joined together, like everybody's connected, and and that's that 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 charity, which, yeah, it it is very very much needed in our world. That's just something that when you see it in action, you're just like, yes, this is this is the right way for things to be.
0: Mm
1: Yeah, so I guess that's why, like, I, I just I was just so. I just felt so blessed and so happy after that because I was like, "This this guy was just such a good guy to yeah. me. Like, what did I do to deserve that? Like, why why was he so good to me? Like, and it it really and like it is it is it kind of does encourage you to be good to others, yep. right? Yeah, it's uh, I so I think that he maybe to tie it into the question, he. Was definitely living in God's will, in that circumstance, and, and as you asked that question, I was kind of thinking about this story I'd heard. Um, there was this Irish dude who's who's up for the, or, he's up for canonization. Hmm. Um, I forgot his name, but I heard some other guys on the podcast talking about him. So this guy, Irish guy, let's call him Mister O'Connor uh mr o'Connor was a really big drunk and so he'd he'd um he'd you know drink every day but no one knew uh no one knew that he was really really devout and so they knew he was a drunk he'd he'd work you know he'd drink but he'd go back home and he'd he very de- like fervently pray huh and they didn't know this till after he died. But after he died, like he, they found out like this guy was really, like this guy, this guy went to mass a lot. Like this guy was really, really deep in this connection with the Lord. And you know, he he eventually quit drinking. But they people had kind of known him as a drunk. And the as they, they kept looking into his life, like yeah, this guy could be like a saint. Uh, and then what I kind of took from that is like we think of I think we very often think of God's will as something that's like God's will is like St. Therese of Lisieux like, like God's will is like some saint who we know that they just went to extraordinary lengths with how deep in relationship they were with God right mm-hmm. Like, like but God's will really it's like God's will is for us to get to heaven. If if you struggle in life, but if you end up, like if you end up living in God's will through receiving the sacraments, like performing works of mercy and charity, and then dying without mortal sins on your soul, you go to heaven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you, you might go to purgatory, but you go to heaven eventually. Yeah. And then, like this guy, like and. Mr. O'Connor, I don't know. I'm pulling him into this, but it was kind of an example of me. Like, you could just be an average dude or or lady and just like go to heaven, (laughs) right? Uh Like, you don't have to be some crazy saint. Like, you can just be like, okay, like, like you were you were just a person. Like, you lived in line with God's will, and you're in heaven. Now Mm -hmm. you know. Uh And that's yeah, that's yeah. What do you what do you think about that? Yeah,
0: well, a few things to think. That like, like, I don't know. There's that saying again. It's kind of cliche, but like every, every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. Like, you know, and like, and also that. So like, you know, this guy he struggled with alcoholism, and but he he was he kept on trying, <laughs> you know, and he made it. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least hopefully, or what they're thinking. Um. The other thing that I was thinking is, like, um, like, yeah, everyone has like a like a like a cross that they're carrying, and and a lot of times that cross that they're carrying is sin. You, you know, you know, like this guy. You know, they're not. Nobody's going to come out and say, "Oh, yeah, he was he was a drunk. That's why he's getting canonized." No, that was his. That was a sin. That was a bad sin. You know, like, um, but he he kept on trying and he kept on carrying the cross and he kept on fighting the cross and, or not fighting the cross, but he was, I mean, fighting the drunkenness, but he, maybe that's part of his cross was that he was struggling with the sin, you know, or, you know, other addictions that people have that, that they're carrying throughout life and, and that they're striving to conquer. It can, it can lead to great sanctity when, when you finally do conquer these kind of demons you know um
1: yeah 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 you're you're right wait oh man i'm thinking of a quote (laughs) oh no i'm about to misquote another saint on the second podcast as as well that's okay Um, let quote away (laughs) okay okay this is the miss this is the podcast of (laughs) (laughs) misinformation Dude, this is gonna be like our narrative. Like, we're kind of, kind of like saying the right we stuff, but like, we're no to be off. we don't really, know. <laughs> we have a, we have a, a, like our knowledge is like a, a wide but shallow pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but here, so either Therese or I think it was Therese said that in her diaries, he's like, I, I wish I had been. uh more of a sinner like Mary Magdalene, so I'd I would receive Jesus' redeeming grace in a, in a larger way. Does that sound correct?
0: Well, I know what mm, I she, I know she said some things about Magdalene that I remember, but what what I remember her saying is that like God was actually more what what Therese said is that God was more merciful to her or. No. Well, she she said that God was extremely merciful to her, like as merciful as he was to Mary Magdalene. But that instead of giving her this extreme grace of forgiveness after she had committed all these sins, um, that God had given her grace um, and mercy to prevent her from committing all these sins so that God's mercy was was so was totally poured out on her just as much as it was Mary Magdalene. And she says that if if she would have been uh not given this grace, she would have been just as bad as Mary Magdalene is what she he kind of
1: said. Okay, yeah. Does that make sense? I just Google it and you're right. <laughs> so I uh, thank you for leading me onto that track. No, that's that makes sense. And that's what this random WordPress article is telling me also. So yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, and that kinda makes that makes more sense than what I had thought because I mean, it's kind of odd to wish like you, know, you were a right? sinner for like sin all no, Yeah, for sin. Yeah. Yeah, but she does acknowledge that she received a lot of God's grace, mm-hmm. which is kind of preventing her from it's dude, but that's just such a humble way to say that she's holy. Like she's just she, like, but she's, she's acknowledging always, her holiness. In such she a wasn't just way. saying that, though. You know, like that was really true. No, exactly. No, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like that just shows her holiness because yeah, she knew. Like, she knew for a fact that that's the way she was. Hey,
0: Oak. We've been talking yeah. for fifty-two minutes. We have to wrap this thing up.
1: <laughs> yeah. So let's let's get back to the question. How do you know that you're living in God's will? All right. Here's let's, let's give him, let's give him a one minute answer.
0: Here's my conclusion. Okay. You know that you're doing God's will. At least this is what we talked about. You know that you're doing God's will. Number 1 when you're not sinning. Okay? If you're sinning, yep. you're not doing God's will. Um and the church teachings guide us there. Um and then um after that, I'm not sure exactly how much further we got. Maybe you know that you're doing God's will. When, <laughs> you know that you're doing God's will when um you can see in your life these acts of God's grace or or at least God yep. God's will is present in your life when you see these acts of grace kind of like today when you saw this guy you knew that was a, a moment where God's grace was very present you'll see these if you're doing God's will perhaps is that what we talked
1: said I think in the majority I mean you think of stuff like dark night of the soul though and, and yeah sometimes, sometimes you're not going to see that but yeah but but yeah that's definitely in indicative of his, his grace. And like, so I guess that one's kind of hard to answer, but yeah, keep going.
0: Um, well, I think that's what we said so far in this podcast. Like, um, but I'll I- throw
1: on one more. I just, I just thought of when you're serving as an apostle and, and you're, you're clearly leading souls to Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're clearly like, Leading people into the into the faith and into God's goodness, I think it's really hard to not be in God's will when you're doing that. You yeah, know?
0: yeah, yeah, yep.
1: So we got to talk more about think, this
0: because I think there's a lot more, and I have a lot more yeah. thoughts on it. But this has just been like a long, long conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And We should we, maybe next time we can continue to talk about God's will part two. Yeah, and then we'll we talk, can we can yeah, we can have a little two podcasts. Great. hey let's you want to lead us in prayer yeah sure in the name of the father son and holy spirit holy spirit Spirit, i ask that you would come uh, come fill the hearts of oak and i and all our listeners Um, and as they listen uh, to this podcast that they would uh, receive uh, deeper insights into your will And learn to love you more and give you more glory. We ask this through the intercession of Mary and all the angels and saints.